Hi, Dave Foreman here with another edition of Whatever. Today is a special show for me because I get to interview one of my favorite people in radio, Rockin' Ray Michaels from 92.9 FM, The Grand. Ray, welcome. Time to roll the jingle. From Lake Erie to Ontario, Rockin' Ray Michaels, greatest hits of all time, 92.9 The Grand. Well, thank you very much, Dave. Nice to be here on whatever. But you know what? Uh, It is a great day. It's always a great day when the road show is on the radio, my friend. Wow. Quite a crowd you brought with you today with all those musicians and singers and everything. The last time we talked, Ray, uh, you mentioned that once you get into radio, you never leave it. That is a true thing. You know, Dave, when you get into the radio broadcasting industry, uh, it's like a radio bug bites you in the ear. You cannot leave. Uh, you may leave for a little bit and then come back again uh, somewhere else. I mean, I've got a lot of years uh, in this business, and I know this business best. Um, however, I, you know, there are other things I did too. I owned a gas station while I was working in radio as well. I had a staff working for me. So yeah, you know, it is, it's a hard business to leave. Once it's in your blood, you want to keep it in your blood. You've been in this business a while. You must've seen lots of changes over time. When it comes to change in the radio broadcasting industry, Dave, yes, I have seen a lot of change, you know, um, it has grown. It has changed the way we broadcast. Our, our whole industry has changed. Uh, we used to have live voices 24 hours a day. Now you can be voice tracked, not know the difference to the listener because they think you're live, or there are even robots that are now announcing as disc jockeys, believe it or not, on the air. So I've seen a lot of change. Is it good? I don't really think so. Is it cost effective for the companies, the radio companies? Yes, it is. It's less money they have to put out for, you know, wages, which causes competition for positions to be on the air because now you have fewer positions to be on air and companies are going to pick the best. All right. The best and they get them cheap too. I can say working for Durham radio, um, They are fantastic people, family-owned, and they look after their frontline people and all staff, for that matter. But, you know, your frontline guys and girls that are on the air, these are your people that are battling the enemy, so to speak. These are the people that are out there all the time in the public. These are the people that make friends with people and bring business to your radio station because people hear it and they say, hey, I love that station. I love that show. I want to advertise. And that's the bottom line, dollars and cents. I know when I got into radio, it was almost by accident. Uh, Did you always want to be an announcer, or was it a decision you made later on? Yes, you know, from day one, I was like 14 years old, and I said, I want to be a disc jockey on the radio. And I did. I pursued my career. I worked hard at it. You know, I'd be driving down the street at 16 years of age, and I'd be reading signs and billboards as I'm going along. Read them out loud. Read them out loud. Uh, You know, learn how to read. Learn how to make things come off the paper. You know, bring them to life. Because in radio, you are creating the picture for the listener. So, I, yes, I always wanted to be a DJ on the radio. And thankfully, I did, and I started in Toronto. 
Something I've always admired about you is that you were never just a voice on the radio. You've always been out in the community. I, I remember when I was working in charity, you were always helpful, whether it was judging a contest we were having or helping to organize an event. Have you always felt that that was part of the job, or like were you always involved in that respect in the community? Being community involved is the number one aspect in this business. You have to be in the community. You have to make friends with people. And when you talk to people on the radio, it's a one-on-one -on -one communication. So important to be out there and be a part of the community. Local radio wins. That's the bottom line. You get out there, local radio, local advertisers, these are the people that are coming back to you. These are the people that are going to support you. So, yes, I think it's very important that you be in the community and help and do things. You have to volunteer a lot of your time, but that's part of the business. That's part of being in the spotlight. How about some of the interesting people you've interviewed and worked with? Wow, that's a question that is tough to answer, Dave. I have worked with so many people over the years and interviewed so many other artists and stars it's hard to, to mention. I mean, Pete Best of the Beatles. I worked with Pete Best on stage several times. Uh, great guy, great band. His brother Rogue was there as well, too. A uh, lot of fun. Uh, you know, uh, the guy is amazing. He was the drummer before Ringo Starr. And I've worked with people like him. Al Jardine of the Beach Boys, my band, the Rock and Rays Retro Rockers. We opened for Al Jardine. We opened for Mickey Dolans of the Monkees. We worked with uh, B.J. Thomas, just to name but a few. And having these people on my show is amazing. I mean, I've, I've talked to so many people. Crystal Gale, Andy Kim, uh, Randy Bachman. Uh, it just goes on and on and on. You know, a lot of amazing people have been on my show over the years. I can't remember everybody, but uh, I'll tell you, it's an experience. It's a real, real pleasure and a lifetime experience because not everybody gets to speak to these uh, these fabulous people and i've had that opportunity several times over the years many many times and i'll tell you i love it okay you become friends with these people they keep in touch and you know it's it's an amazing thing and i've worked with so many on stage too in case you just joined us my guest is rock and ray michaels of 92.9 fm the grand ray i know some crazy things happen in this business i've seen some of them what about some of the highlights, or if you wish, uh, lowlights that you've experienced? Well, why don't we start with the highlight? When I first got into radio, I grew up listening to 680 CFTR in Toronto, 1050 Chum, and of course, 1150 CKOC, today's hit music leader. And I always wanted to be a DJ and uh, on the radio, as you know, and I always wanted to work at CKOC. It took me 10 years to get into CKOC in Hamilton. Nevin Grant, who was my mentor, and I miss him dearly. He passed away a couple of years ago. And I'll tell you, Nevin took me under his arm at the young age of 17. And he worked with me through all those years. And we kept in touch, and we, we became very good friends. And the more I progressed, the more he, he helped me progress. And finally, one day, he said to me, Ray... How would you like to work at CKOC? I was blown away. That was my highlight. And before you know it, I went through six ownership changes with the radio station, and I was the only one to last, believe it or not. And Nevin always said to me, the reason you la lasted through all these years is because of your enthusiasm and your, your personality on the air. 
You're always upbeat. You're always fun. You're always entertaining. Well, I try to be. And uh, when we lost Nevin a couple of years ago, uh, that was my the the lowest uh, the lowest thing in my life that happened when I lost Nevin Grant. He was like my second father, and he treated me like I was his son. Nevin Grant was a walking book of knowledge for music and radio. The, he was amazing, just ama- and he was a, a, an also um, an, an amazing piano player. I love hitting the piano and being in uh, being on stage and doing different shows, you know, for the uh, the communities. It was great. He was a wonderful guy, accomplished piano player, and he could really rock it out. Nevin Grant, thank you, Nevin Grant. I miss you, and I nicknamed him the Boss Man. When I was in radio, FM used to be the kind of the small part of the station. AM was the powerful part, but now it seems to be totally reversed from that. The big station is FM. And the AM side is mainly talk or oldies. What's your feeling about that? That's very true, Dave. FM used to be that kind of small part of the you know the radio station, the FM side. Uh, AM ruled, and I think because AM was the original animal to hit the airwaves, um, and it just evolved. CKOC was Ontario's music leader. We were pushing about a million listeners a week. Uh, back in the the seventies, when it was really rocking, and I'll tell you, FM came along, things started to change. The sound was better, the quality was better. So now you got AM competing with FM. Uh, AM bounces, the signal bounces, whereas FM is direct, so the AM signal would travel farther. Okay, so that was the advantage. And uh, I still love AM radio. I think AM radio is the best, maybe because that's where I come from. My roots come from, you know, uh, the AM side is where I first started. And I, I love it. To this day, I still love it. But FM is great, too. And then you have digital and you have satellite now. You have so much more. Such a variety to choose from. One of the things I noticed when I was in radio was that in order to get a promotion, you usually had to travel to another city. In fact, we used to joke that the most successful radio announcer was the guy with the biggest U-Haul. What's the situation like that now? I, I notice that you spent most of your career here in southern Ontario, which is a prime market for broadcasting here in Canada. I will say this. Getting a promotion is great. And when a company says, we like to hire and promote within... We promote within and hire. We hired you, and we want to promote you to a higher elevation in your broadcast career. That that's a compliment. So when a company does that, a radio company, it's great because they're keeping a lot of the promotion inside with the people that work for them hard every day. Now, if you have a worker that is working hard for you in any industry, you're going to look at that individual and say, you know what? I really need this individual. He's an asset to our company. So why not promote him and keep him here? Keep him on our side of the fence. These are the kind of people you want working for you all the time. It becomes a win-win situation. Okay, so never think that, you know, if they bring in somebody from outside, sometimes you may not qualify for that job. But you keep working hard, you show your dedication to the company, and it will pay off down the road. When I was in the business, it seemed that promoting the station or different programming was one of the most important things we did. 
Talk about some of the more interesting promotions you've been involved in over time. Dave, there are so many different things that I've been involved with over the years. When it comes to promotions, uh, one of that that comes to mind was a huge promotion we did at uh, 1150 CKOC when I was there doing the drive. Uh, the drive. I was doing the whole afternoon, uh, noon to seven, believe it or not. But one of the promotions we had there, and it lasted many years, was the classic car giveaway contest. It was very cool. We gave away classic cars, vintage classic cars. These were amazing vehicles we gave away. And it didn't cost you a cent as a fan or a listener. All you had to do was fill out a ballot. So what would happen is we got a classic car every year. Nevin Grant and I would uh, decide on a vehicle that we wanted to purchase for the uh, for the uh, promotion. Okay. And I think we gave away, I think it was 12 or 13 classic cars in the years. So how it worked is we got the classic car and the uh, events driver, uh, the person that would go with the... Uh, CKOC events cruiser would take the classic car. They would drive. What a great part-time weekend job taking around a classic car to all the events around Southern Ontario. And what would happen is when we took the uh, classic car to these uh, events, you had the opportunity to fill out a free ballot. And we had hundreds of thousands of free ballots. I kid you not. There were green garbage bags full I don't know how many of these just little pieces of paper with your name, address, and ID on it, right, uh, that you wanted to win the classic car. Then what would happen is uh, we'd, we'd hold that uh, promotion for the whole year, and then we'd have the oldies dance, which happened at uh, so many places. It was Carmen's. It was, uh, oh, geez, a place in Stony Creek there, that big, I can't remember the name. Uh, there was also uh, the Hamilton Convention Center. We held so many of these uh, oldies dances, and they were always sellouts. Hundreds of people would show up, thousands. It was great. So that night of the oldies dance is when we would draw the lucky ballot. And we'd have the car there in the uh, the banquet center or wherever we were holding this. Uh, the car was there. And uh, you, it was all polished, beautiful, looked absolutely stunning, every one of them. And if we pulled your name that night, you won yourself a classic car. Didn't cost you a cent. That was one of the most successful promotions I'd ever been involved with. And Nevin Grant, outstanding job to this day. You know, uh, he, I know he's watching from up above saying, hey, Rayman, right on. Uh, it was an awesome, awesome promotion. But that's the one that sticks out the most. It was huge. It was massive. The CKOC classic car giveaway. Absolutely stunning. At one of the stations I worked at, I asked one of the senior announcers what the secret to becoming a good broadcaster was, and he told me quite curtly, just learn to be yourself. I noticed that you're a very good communicator. As soon as I heard you on the radio, I felt like I knew you. What do you think about that statement? Is what we were all looking for ourselves? That's very true, Dave. You know, being yourself is such an important thing. Just be yourself. You Don't try to be somebody else. Do what you do best, and that's you. You know yourself best, so that's what you want to do. You want to you bring that personality over the airwaves. Smile when you talk, you know, and, and 
it makes you feel or sound friendly to the listener. Remember, it's always a one-on-one communication, even though you know you're talking to, you know, hundreds of thousands of people at a time. But when you are that person on the radio, you become a friend to the person listening. So the important thing is be yourself. Let your personality shine. And that's, that's the bottom line. That's the best way to be a good communicator. All right. And just, you know, be as a matter of fact, you're not higher or above the listener. You are on the same level as the listener. And the best thing you can do is be their friend on the radio. I've heard that many times. When I listen to you, Rock and Ray, you sound like my friend, like you know me. And that's what you want to bring across on the airwaves. You want to be friendly. You want to be personable. And you'd be funny, too, at times, too. Do crazy things. I mean, I do that all the time. But the most important thing to being a good communicator is being yourself. Just be yourself. Sure, you listen to other announcers and you say, oh, man, I wish it was like that guy. You know what? If you're just getting into the business, give yourself time. Give yourself time to learn the ropes. Give yourself time to discover yourself. But the number one thing, once you do, you will learn to be yourself. Okay, what about the future? What do you think lies ahead for broadcasting in general? And uh, how about Rock and Ray? Any plans or uh, projects you want to share with us coming up in the future? What do I think will happen to radio? Hopefully nothing. I hope it just continues doing what it's been doing. I'm sure there'll be some more, you know, uh, uh, technical advances uh, in the industry. I mean, there's a lot of it now, things that people don't have no clue. Uh, But as a broadcaster, I hope it doesn't change too much. I came from the old school. I came from playing records on the radio, actual vinyl. Um, you know, I, I, I've been in stations that use cassette tapes to play songs, like one song on a cassette tape. And the wall is just, you know, it's all listed and, and categorized. You got cassettes upon cassettes, thousands of them. All right. So, yeah, you know, I mean, the, the technical advance that we've had since then. Yes, I appreciate that. I think it's great. But who knows? You never know. I mean, uh, where, where it'll take us next. I don't know. I think we're in a an evolution period with radio. Radio always seems to change every so many years, something different, something new comes along. And it's like, hey, you know, a light bulb turns on. It's like, maybe that's a good thing. So, you know, I I always look forward to that, but I just, I don't want to see too much change. I don't want to see change where it involves the announcer, the disc jockey, taking them away and being replaced by robots, as I talked about earlier, you know, that kind of thing. Advancement, always good. Learning new things, always, always a great thing. So hopefully it doesn't change too much uh, as far as what the job entails and the people involved. Any advice for the junior jocks out there, people that are just getting into the business, some pearls of wisdom from a real veteran broadcaster? Advice for the junior jocks, Dave, out there. Well, (laughs) you know, you say here, uh, you just said, like you know, wisdom. You're talking to the wrong guy. The only wisdom I have are my teeth. But anyway, you know, seriously speaking, if you're getting into this business, radio is a fantastic business career choice to make. You meet so many people. You learn so many things. You you learn how to communicate. 
All right? It's a great business, and the sky is your limit. So the stars are your limit. So you work hard. Um, You know, if you want to get into the business, you may have to start out in a small radio station like we did many, many years ago. Uh, If you wanted to get started into radio, you'd have to start out out west somewhere in a small town uh, where you're reading obituaries. Uh, Believe it or not. Yeah, Uh, that kind of stuff. And you progress. And then you use that radio station as a stepping stone. And you step onto the next radio station and the next one. And you could go through dozens of radio stations. But the trick is, remember, remember where you started and where you want to finish. Have a goal. Set yourself a goal and see where it takes you. Okay, bottom line. And if you can stay at a radio station that you're making a good wage at and you really enjoy, then stay. Stay as long as you want to. But there's always opportunity in this business. Competitive, but there's always opportunity. So if you want to get into radio, it is a fantastic business to be in. But as I said, very competitive. So make yourself not good, but great. Ray, thanks so much for doing this. I know you're busy. I really appreciate you taking the time to come in and talk to us today. And good luck in your future endeavors. Dave Foreman, thank you so much. Always a pleasure, my friend. Always a pleasure. Keep going, brother. Keep going. Keep rocking, man. Dave Foreman's Whatever Podcast.